Between the Finite and the Infinite, podcast number 100, The Caveman in Me. Have you ever wondered, male or female, about your ancestors millennia ago who lived in caves? How did they look at life? Have I inherited any, culturally at least, uh, of what they had learned about living on planet Earth? I got a glimpse of an answer years ago watching a planetarium show. I live in a well-lighted suburb of St. Louis and seldom see the planets, while our distant ancestors spent their lives in a cave watching the planets move across the sky. The planetarium at a Fernbank Science Center show in Atlanta compacted the planet's orbits for an entire year into a few minutes. It was easy to see how the days get shorter while the nights get longer on our Earth in its tilted orbit as it circles around the sun. All of us have noticed that. In fact, just a few days ago, we adjusted our clocks for daylight saving time. When the docent at the Fernbank mentioned that on the shortest day of the year at the winter solstice, people from the earliest days ceremoniously celebrated the event. I connected. Ah, I had brought my team of Maria College country dancers to the Fernbank en route to Florida to perform at Epcot. One of the dances in our program was a rapper sword dance, an ancient winter solstice dance from mining communities in England and Europe. I asked the docent if he would like to see such a ceremony at the conclusion of the show, The offer was eagerly accepted, and the planetarium staff were called in to see our dance. Five dancers formed a circle, hilt of their own sword in their right hand and the point of their neighbor's sword in their left hand. They circled around while each one peeled off into a solo orbit. The dance is an amazing display of clever dexterity right up to the climax when the dancers turn inward and thrust their swords into an interwoven lock, which, when the captain raises it, represents the sun rising over their heads. In prehistoric times, the lock was then likely lowered over the head of someone selected to be the victim, and when the swords were drawn, the victim was sacrificed to some sun god. It was not difficult for me to imagine that my ancestors understood that the sun, the giver of life, had been sinking as the days got shorter, and that if it continued to sink, life would end. Their ceremony clearly seemed to me to be a primitive prayer acting out the return of the sun. Perhaps they felt that someone was needed to sacrifice their life to a realm beyond us so that the sun would return. I'm not sure how much we, even today, understand what controls the movements of the planets, sun, and stars. We think that we have figured out some facets of the process, but really, the complete process is a realm beyond us. Perhaps it wouldn't hurt us to admit this, and continue to act out the prayer for the return of the sun. You can watch a video of the dance on my YouTube channel. I would be happy to have you get my book, Answers Become Questions, 
in which I take a wider look at a way to approach life, one that respects our position on this planet and acknowledges both our insights as well as the realms that are beyond our understanding.